this episode, we'll be going over something very concrete. I'm talking about self-control of your spine. I hope you're ready. As a way of celebrating my birthday, that is, this is something that will really have you thinking. So sit back, relax, get ready for your focus. surroundings until I found this cylindrical item to my left. Looks like a flashlight. Perfect. I grabbed it, flipped it on, and my heart sunk to the pit of my stomach. In front of me, pushed back in a chair, was the mangled corpse of a young man, no older than 35 years of age. Short blonde hair that was covered in brain matter and blood. His blue eyes dangled on his cheeks and their sockets. He's horribly disfigured. A few fingers are missing. Why was that? When I scanned down his torso, I collapsed onto the ground and puked. I quickly got back up, one of the flashlight shaking me back to his torso. There was a wide incision cut on his torso, revealing his ribs and organs. His heart was missing. His entrails were piled on the ground next to his feet. What happened to this man? went into the bathroom to flip the light on. Looking at my hands, they were drenched in blood. I quivered in shock. I slowly looked up at the mirror, and I neared the screen. My once dyed magenta hair now covered in blood, soaked from my face to my neon electric blue chucks. My outfit consisted of a David Bowie black star crop top and blue denim shorts now decorated with semi-dried blood. What happened to me? into my front pockets to see if I had anything that would help me figure out what happened until jackpot. I found a wallet in my right pocket. I pulled it out and opened it to find that everything was still intact. It was a debit card, credit card, a topic card, driver's license, and a state ID. I looked at my driver's license. I looked at the driver's license to see a picture of myself. My birthday was on April 11, 1989, and I stand at 5 feet and 6 inches. I couldn't believe I forgot who I was. Now, more importantly, I had to find out who the mangled corpse was. I walked back into the bedroom and flipped the light on. Seeing the corpse with the lights on was enough to, to horrify me. I went over to it and pickpocketed him until I found a wallet in his pants pocket and pulled it out. I read out the information from his license. Keith Griffin. Wait, why do I feel like I know who this 
placed the wallet down and suddenly jolted by a vibration direct in my, my left back pocket. I pulled out my cell phone and checked who texted me. It was someone named Leela. Who's Leela? I quickly scanned the previous messages in hopes to refresh my memory until I felt a huge smack across my face. Wait a minute. Leela. I'm starting to remember her. She's my lifelong best friend. I read a message from 15 minutes ago. I saw one message I supposedly wrote saying, Keith is trying to kill me. Call the police. Message from Leela said, I'm on it right now. Wait, was Keith trying to kill me? What for? I read the final message on my phone that I wrote saying these five chilling words that made my stomach churn. He's done. I'm ending this. Ending what? Exactly. This life? Did I murder Keith? If I did, where is his heart? More importantly, how did I kill him? All these questions floating in my mind with little answers to back up. Just then, I heard sirens outside. Why would she call the police? I don't even know what happened here in the first place. I went down to the front door to find three police officers equipped with their guns as they marched me to the house. One of them looked at me with a concerned look on his face. Why are you covered in blood? He asked. I, I, I don't know, I replied, stuttering. A few minutes went by when the police found Keith's body and took me in for questions. They tried to interrogate me, but with no avail. I don't even have any memory of what had happened during his murder. When they searched me, they found pieces of what appeared to be half a half-eaten heart and a few fingers in my right back pocket and left front pocket. They asked me why they were in my pockets. Once again, I said, I don't know. Suddenly, it all came back to me. I began to remember what happened on that night. I was in an on and off again relationship with Keith, whom I've dated for two years, and I discovered that he was in a relationship with another woman whom he had a child with. When I heard the news, I went over to his home and to talk to him to break off our relationship. Then things escalated when he started to strangle me until I reached out for my pocket knife in the night on the night table and then from there I blacked out. I don't even know how a portion of his heart or fingers ended up in my pockets. I don't know how I killed him. But all I knew was I was a murderer. A cold-blooded murderer. One month later, I was found not guilty by reason of insanity and was sentenced to a mental ward for only two years. A few days into my sentence, a psychologist found the diagnostics that I suffer from dis disassociative amnesia. This would explain why I have no memory of what had happened on that night of Keith's murder, or what had happened to his heart. To this day, being here, it's pretty nice. I can visit her see once a week, but then again, nothing will ever help me to find out what had happened that night. History will never be unveiled. And that was my short story of amnesia. I hope you sent a shiver down your spine. And as mentioned, today 
is my birthday. So I hope you would be able to wish me a happy birthday for this evening. And to end this episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again tomorrow as I fade away into the night. This is Jade from the Nerd Books.